Okay, I'm going to read a little open letter to Brazil from Mark Manson. You may know him from the book, How to Not Give an F Word, and also the book that I really liked called Models. So here we go. Like most gringos, I originally came to Brazil for the parties, the beaches, and the girls. Little did I know that I would spend the majority of the next four years within your borders. Happens to a lot of gringos. I would learn a lot about your culture, your language, your customs. And by the end of this year, I will marry one of your girls. It's no secret that there are big problems in Brazil. There's a political crisis, an economic crisis, constant safety concerns, huge income inequality. And now with the outbreak of Zika, apparently a health crisis. This was written, I think, five years ago. As you can see, it's the same thing happening now, too. <laughs> Over the years, I've met many Brazilians who have asked me why. Why is Brazil so screwed up? Why are countries in Europe and North America so prosperous and safe while Brazil continues to go through the same cycles of growth and collapse over and over again? In the past, I've had a theoretical conversations about systems of government, colonial histories, economic policies, and so on. There are clearly some valid explanations for the problems, but lately... I've come to another conclusion, something that I feel similarly about. A conclusion that many people would probably find offensive, but upon mentioning it to a few of my Brazilian friends, they urge me to write about it and share. So here it is. It's you. You are the problem. Yes, you reading this, you are the problem. I'm sure you don't mean to be, but you are actively participating in the problem and perpetrating it. Jesus. Perpetrating it every day. Because it's not just the Dilma or the PT. It's not the banks or the construction companies or the Petrobras or even the crappy Riyadh. It is the culture. It is the beliefs and the mindsets that form the foundation of how the Brazilian people choose to think about their lives and their country. The problem is what you and everyone around you has decided to accept as okay, even when nothing about it is okay. 100%. Oh, it's just Brazil, man. It is what it is. It's Brazil. What? <laughs> Imagine you are riding in the car with your friend late one night. Your friend is driving down a dark street with nobody on it. He has been drinking, and he's not paying attention when suddenly he crashes into an expensive parked car. Before anybody can see what happened... He drives off. The next day, the police knock on your door, mentioning that a car was damaged on a street nearby, and they're wondering if you know anything about it. What would you do? Would you A, lie and say you don't know anything and protect your friend, or B, tell the officer what happened and force your friend to take responsibility for his mistake? I believe most Brazilians would choose A. I believe most gringos would choose B. Now, I don't know if this is the best example, but the point he's making and this is essentially why gringo countries are rich and functional and Brazil is not. In gringo countries, there's a sense that justice and responsibility are more important than any specific individual. I think that is slowly going away, especially in the USA, but that's a topic for another discussion. It is uh, social consciousness, true. It is the bedrock of highly functional society and to ignore it is a form of selfishness. Most Brazilians have sacrificed a great deal for their family and their closest friends. And because of this, they don't believe they are selfish. It's like uh, us against uh, the world type mentality for sure. We're going to get ours. You know, the government is going to do what they're going to do. Everyone else is out for themselves. I've felt that a ton. But I believe that Brazilian culture is inherently selfish. 
Only caring about your family and close friends is still a form of selfishness. True. I think that in the most developed places I have been, people have not only cared about themselves, because you need to do that first, but their family, then their community, then their city, then their region, and then overall their country. You look to Scandinavia, uh, which is an obvious example, but I also look to Poland. 100% Poland. The Poles care about each other. They care about their culture. They care about their their streets, they care about their society. Um, but anyways, you know all of those corrupt politicians and businessmen and police workers and unions, you know why they're corrupt? I guarantee you that almost every corrupt Brazilian official justifies the lying and stealing to themselves by saying, I'm doing this for my family. I've met many people in the government in Brazil, and I don't think they're necessarily the worst people in the world, but they're in the system and they're doing what they can to create a better future for the people in their life. They want to give their family a better life. Oh, see? <laughs> Send their kid to a better school, move and live in a safer neighborhood. A Brazilian will regu regularly screw over strangers in order to benefit their family and then call it altruism. This is not altruism. Altruism is giving up your own interests for strangers and for the greater good of society at large. But there's also a vanity involved. I was surprised when I first learned that calling somebody vain in Portuguese is not seen as insulting as it is in English. Now, I believe this is another key distinction between the two cultures. A few weeks ago, my fiance and I traveled to a famous beach in Brazil. We were disappointed. The water was dirty, the beach was ugly, the famous rock nearby was half the size we expected. When we returned to Sao Paulo and told my friends this, their first response was, well, you still took pictures in front of it, right? It seems like such a small and innocent statement, but to me, it illustrates the core of another problem with Brazilian culture. People care way more about how they appear than how they actually actually are. This is crazy. I've never seen so many people addicted to social media than I have in Brazil. Everything needs to be recorded. Everything needs to be, you know, your image looking perfect. That happens a lot in, in Latin America, not necessarily just Brazil. Anyways, now... Brazil isn't the only country with this problem, but I find it more extreme here than almost anywhere else I've ever been. He's been a lot of places. I know he traveled the world. It's why rich Brazilians will gladly spend two or three times more for a shirt or a piece of jewelry than they should or hire nannies and housekeepers when they could easily raise their own kids and clean the house themselves because it makes them look and feel more rich. I've noticed this at the malls in Brazil. There was this linen shirt from the brand Zac. I believe it's a nice brand in Brazil. Started in Belo Horizonte, and uh, they're trying to charge him like $160 for a linen shirt. I said, this same shirt I can get for 50 euros in Italy. Like, what are you talking about? Like, this is made in Brazil, so you're not importing, importing anything. So there's crazy import tax here. But I'm like, why the fuck are you charging this? But I guess the rich Brazilians, they don't care. They just want to show that they have the Zac and that they can pay you for that, even though the quality... And what you're paying for is definitely not worth the price. Anyways, it's why Brazilians buy everything in 12 or 24 installments because they want to look like they can afford a television when they actually can. I was shocked the first time I went to a grocery store in Brazil and they asked me, okay, do you want to pay in four payments, three payments, two payments? I'm like, it's 30 bucks. What do you mean? Just pay it all. I'm not buying a, a house or I'm not getting a mortgage for my groceries. But, you know, some people... The system built on credit and the image like he's talking about is freaking fascinating. Anyways, 
It's why some poor Brazilians are willing to shoot somebody for a motorbike or kidnap a person for a few thousand reais because they want to appear successful without contributing to society to earn it. A lot of gringos believe that Brazilians are lazy. I don't think Brazilians are lazy. On the contrary, Brazilians have more energy than most other people I've seen in the world. And his example is carnival. The problem is that Brazilians focus all their energy on vanity instead of productivity, on appearing popular and glamour glamorous rather than actually doing something to make them popular or glamorous, on making others think they are successful rather than actually being successful. Vanity is not happiness. Vanity is bullshit photoshopped version of happiness. It looks nice, but it isn't real, and it definitely does not last. Vanity is self-defeating. If you need to buy something that's way more exp expensive than it should be to feel special, then you are not special. If you need to pay someone to make you feel special, then you are not special. If you need to hurt somebody or lie to somebody or cheat somebody to feel successful, then you are not successful. In this case, shortcuts do not work. Instead, what vanity does is causes you to tolerate shitty behavior from those around you. When you're so concerned about what others think about you, that others will see you as glamorous or fun or popular, you are willing to tolerate bad relationships where your partner constantly cheats on you, bad friendships where your friends are disrespectful towards you, or bad family relationships where you are left unappreciated or unheard. Yeah, I've seen a lot of fake stuff here in Brazil dealing with friendships, dealing with women. Um, it is fascinating. In Brazil, if someone is an hour late, everybody else stops and waits for them. If someone wants to leave and go on their own, then they are an asshole. <laughs> if somebody, <laughs> oh, I've dealt with this. That is so funny. Uh, if somebody in the family fucks up and wastes all their money, other members of the family are supposed to give money to them. If somebody in the family gets a great job and makes a lot of money, they're supposed to give money to everybody else. If someone in a group of friends doesn't want to do something, everyone else is expected to not do it. If someone in a group of friends wants to do something on their own, they're seen as antisocial and selfish. I've seen a lot of uh, examples of this. It reminds me a lot of uh, inner city American culture. And specifically, I'm talking about gang culture. You know, one of my homies makes it out, then he's got to support everyone else, and we can still live our debaucherous lives, and it doesn't matter because you got to keep it real, right? <laughs> as a Gringo who generally doesn't care what people think about me, I find it very hard to not see these situations as disrespectful and self-sabotaging. In circumstance after circumstance, I watch Brazilians reward the victim and socially punish a person who independently succeeds when you reward a person for failing or losing or doing something wrong you are giving them no incentive to ever improve or get better what is it crab crabs in a bucket mentality i think that definitely uh resembles brazil in fact you may you make them completely reliant on those around them rather than teach them how to support themselves and how to create something out of themselves when you punish somebody for being more successful than others, you discourage the most talented and ambitious from creating the progress and innovation that the country needs. You hold back the very people that are going to pull you out of this mess in the first place. You make room for the manipulative and mediocre leaders to take their place. Um, yeah, I've seen that a lot where people, oh, just come on, adapt to the Brazilian culture. Just relax. No, you don't need to do that. No, it's Brazil, man. You know, like, People want to bring you down to their level. And there's some circumstances where it's just like, 
hey, maybe it is better to enjoy life because I'm in a fuck situation and it's probably not going to get better and I'm going to have to work super hard and still might work, but not work. But that whole mentality as a country as a whole leads to what Brazil is. Okay, he says, don't you see when you socially punish people for their success, then the only way to be successful is to be a lying, deceitful asshole. That is, you get it. Brazil. That is, you get Brazil. Sometimes the best thing you can do to a friend who is always late is to leave without them because this forces them to learn how to manage their time and respect other people's time. I do this all the time for dates, especially. I say, look, you're going to be on Brazilian time or an American time because I'm punctual. And if you're not on time, I'm going to leave. And what do you know? They show up on time. <laughs> Sometimes the best thing you can do to a person who wasted all their money is to let them struggle and be desperate for a while. Because that's the only way they will learn to be responsible in the future. Sometimes the best thing you can say to a family member who is upset is simply to get over it. Because how else will they ever move on with their life? Uh, I had a interesting thing that happened to me last year with a good uh, girl that was a friend of mine. And I told her, look, I think you're putting on some comfort weight in the relationship because, you know, you're looking a little, you know, bigger. Kind of in a joking matter. And oh my God. It was the end of the world. Her mother said I was the worst person in the world. Like, how can you ever say that? Would you say that to your sister or your mother? I said, yeah, I would. If my sister was getting fat or my mom was, I'd say, look, you need to watch what you're doing, right? That's not healthy. And I compare it to like dudes, like my friends. When I start fucking up, they're going to tell me, Nate, what the fuck are you doing? I'm going to come to Brazil right now. I'm going to slap you in your face unless you stop acting stupid. And you're, I'm like, damn, you're right. And then two weeks go by and I'm like, God damn, thank you so much for slapping reality into me. But uh, yeah, that kind of made a point to what was going on here. But anyways, yeah, the best thing you can do is slap one of your people in the face. I don't want this to sound like I'm the gringo who knows everything. I don't. And God knows my country is pretty fucked up too. I've already written a 15-page article about the fucked up shit in the U.S., same with me. Anyone can look at the bold perceptions, Instagram stories, and I can definitely dissect a lot of what the hell is going wrong in USA. Not everything. I don't know everything either, but I don't just say USA is the greatest thing in the world. No doubt about it. There's a reason I haven't lived there perm or lived there fully for like the last five years. Uh, but soon, Brazil, you will be a permanent part of my life. You will be part of my family. You'll be my friend. You will be half of my child when I have one. And it's because of this, I feel I must share all this with you openly, honestly, and with love in which one friend speaks frankly to another, even though it hurts, and also because it's not going to get better. Maybe you already realize this, but if you don't, then I will, will be the one to tell you. It's not going to get better anytime soon. Your government will simply not be able to pay everything it owes soon unless you redo your entire constitution. The big businesses that drive your economy borrowed way too much money, cheap money, back in 2008, 2010. I think that was Lula. And they're probably not going to be able to pay it back. Many of them will go bankrupt in the coming years, causing an even worse crisis. Commodities prices are in extreme lows and show no signs of going higher, meaning there's no more money coming into the country. You are... Jeez, I can't speak today. You are a population of debtors, de people who are in debt, and overspenders in the shrinking job market, and your taxes are, are so high that they are strangling productivity out of the population. Now, in 2023, it's a little different. They had a ton of uh, uh, exports and charts and whatnot, but yeah, I mean, I agree with them. I don't think Brazil's ever going to change. It will always be the country of the future, but I kind of like what he's doing Lula with China and Russia and BRICS and is getting away from uh, 
USA because obviously that relationship maybe hasn't been the greatest. Uh, Monroe Doctrine, you know, USA controlling all the new world. We don't like uh, any competitors. So maybe Lula is on to something, but I'm not going to bet on it. Okay, continuing. You are fucked. <laughs> you can get rid of Dilma. You can get rid of PT. You can lower taxes and redo your constitution. And you should, but it doesn't matter. The mistakes were already made years ago, and you're going to have to live through it. You are looking at least five to ten years of lost opportunities. If you are a young Brazilian, much of what you grew up expecting to achieve will no longer be available. If you are an adult in your 30s or 40s, your best economic years are likely behind you. If you are over 50, well... You've seen this movie before, haven't you? <laughs> it reminds me of this dude I talked to in uh, Florianapolis, Argentine dude. Man, that was depressing, talking about his uh, government, his life, and the economy, and what he's been through in the last 50-some years. It was fucked up. It's the same old story, just a different decade. Democ democracy did not fix the problem. A strong re-I did not fix the problem. Bringing millions of people out of po poverty did not fix the problem. The problem remains because the problem is the mentality of the people. The problem is certain facets of what is an otherwise beautiful and exuberant culture. True, true, true. Oh, Genito must die. The toxic vanity must die. The lack of accountability in your relationships must die. And the only way to kill these things is through enough Brazilians con consciously choosing to change them within themselves. Unlike the external revolutions that have been so common throughout your history... Your re revolution needs to be internal, a coup that takes place inside your heart and inside your mind. You must choose to see things in a new way. You must set new standards and expectations for yourself and for others. You must demand that your time be respected. You must expect the people around you to be accountable for their actions. You must pri prioritize the safe and strong society above your own interest or the interests of your family and friends. You must let those around you handle their own problems just as you must not expect anyone else to handle yours these are the choices that must be made every day and until this internal revolution takes place i fear you are destined to repeat the same mistakes for many more generations to come there is a joy inside brazil that is both rare and special very very special it's what attracted me to this country many years ago and it will keep me coming back i just hope that one day that joy has the society it deserves your friend Mark, yeah, that's 100%. Brazil, to me, is paradise for the haves and a shithole for the have-nots. And I think it will always stay that way because it was built that way. And like he talked about, the mentality. Make it a change until everyone holds hands and say, okay, enough is enough. But I get it because this is how I'm living my life. I see a lot of similarities between what is going on in USA and, and Brazil. And I think USA is on the path. Of Brazil, as in extreme inequality, corrupt politicians, uh, danger, unsafety, um, out to get mine, which is interesting because the USA was built on individualism, but we still somehow figured out how to have American pride and make sure, you know, the country was well off, our city was well off, you know, but it started within ourselves. Like, hey, we're going to take care of us. We're going to take care of our family. We're going to build this beautiful community. You know, it was very, uh, you know, state state rights, um, but we still had like a common bond and American idealism that I think is slowly slipping away. So, hey, I hope you enjoyed that little uh, open letter from Mark. 
Manson, I agree with a lot of his points on some. I'm even more extreme on others. I don't really necessarily agree, but uh, you get the point, right? Brazil, come on. We need you. We love you. You're so beautiful.